afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're tuning in, welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. I am coming to you live from our satellite studio in San Diego, California. I'm out here for the next six weeks, so the next several shows I'll be doing from out here on the left coast. Uh, I hope you'll enjoy them. Um, did you catch my show last week? I had a wonderful guest on, Bob Russo, who was excellent. If you didn't get a chance to catch that episode, make sure you go to Talk Radio down NYC and um, check it out. That was a wonderful conversation we had. Hopefully my guest will be back. Uh, she was here a moment ago, but uh, she said her Wi-Fi is not very good. So um, before I introduce my guest, of course, let's talk about... Um, my, our little section from my book, Everyday Awakening. Um, and this week, our section is entitled, Our Future Lies in the Vision We Hold for Ourselves. What is it that pulls us forward into a better life? It is not a better job or a better partner. It is not more money or more contacts. It is the vision we hold of our future selves. How we envision ourselves in our future is what pulls us forward. It calls us to do more, be more, serve more. When we can imagine ourselves not only achieving more in our lives, but contributing more to the lives, to the lives around us, it inspires us to become more of who we really are. We can only grow to the extent that we envision ourselves changing. We only strive to the level that our mind's eye can see as achievable for us. Our life is a creation of the vision we hold for ourselves and our belief that this vision is real and possible. And you see yourself a week, a month, or a year into the future. These days, I'll tell you, it's more difficult than ever before. Can you see the beauty you will create, the good you will do, the inspiration you will spread? It is time to envision it more, feel it more, and allow it to pull you forward. Um, so this section of my book I wrote uh, a while ago. And I guess this kind of inspiration came uh, from someone I knew who was a teacher and someone asked him, like, what's your method of working with people? And he said, I see people five minutes into the future. I see what they're going to be like. And that's the way I treat them. And so this idea of, of how the vision we hold for ourselves in the future is what actually pulls us forward and I've heard different people talk about this at different times, that it's quite fascinating when we hold this vision of who we 
will become, whether it's next week, next month, next year, or tomorrow, or this afternoon, or this evening, where whatever vision we hold for ourselves, it, it actually connects us to that image, that vision of who we are, and it actually pulls us towards that vision. Now, a lot of people talk about visualizations and meditating on what you want to bring into your life. But this is a little bit different. This is not about visualizing things. This is not about visualizing a better home. This is about visualizing a better you. This is about visualizing you living more into your potential. And when we do that, it's quite fascinating that we actually activate the, the neural pathways in our brain, the cells in our body. We actually activate a part of us that aligns up with that vision. And then we start living into that vision. And as we live into that vision, then suddenly the, the physical world around us will start to line up to support that vision, to support where we want to go, to support where our energy is drawing us forward into. So that's why I decided to write this chapter. Because oftentimes I, I see people in the self-help, personal development, spiritual development world, and they're so focused on things. They're so focused on, oh, you know, get a bigger house, a nicer car, a better job, a more thriving business. And I'm not saying any of that is bad. It's all fine. But ultimately, it's all just an excuse for us to feel better, be happier and vibrate at a higher level. But what I'm saying is there's a core fundamental thing that they kind of miss when you focus on all the individual material things. And that's how we live, how we bring our soul forward, how we bring our spirit forward, how we bring our energy forward into our lives. And so I felt it was important to kind of highlight this in this section of the book that if we're not visualizing, if we're not being mindful and intentional about where we see ourselves going, then we're missing out on a great opportunity. But if we're only using that vision to improve our material um, uh, situation, then we're also limiting ourselves. <clears throat> we're also then just limiting ourselves to uh, a, 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 a not a bad existence, but it's not our full existence. We're limiting our potential. We're limiting on who we can become. Now, one thing I always say when I talk about, you know, in, envisioning our future and, and looking towards the future and, and, and being intentional with things is to always hold that vision lightly. Don't grip it so tightly because when we become too attached to that vision, it actually creates resistance. 
And that actually when we open it, and, and as my friend Jennifer Huff likes to say, we, we, we always add the or something better to that vision, that life can bring us amazing things and can bring us uh, places and situations and, and help us to grow in ways we could not have even imagined ourselves. So uh, yes, let's let's hold a vision for ourselves in the future so that we can be pulled towards that vision. But let's also hold it lightly so that we can be open to the magic and the beauty of life and what life has in store for us. Um, so uh, yeah, I hope you liked it. That's my section of my book, uh, Everyday Awakening. Uh, that section is entitled, Our Future Lies in the Vision We Hold for Ourselves. And uh, and that's available at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. That just takes you straight to our Amazon listing. And of course, if you're like me and you like to get your book from a local independent bookstore, they can always order it. Just tell them to order Everyday Awakening by Sam Leibowitz. We're in a major distributor, so we can uh, they can get that. Okay. All right. Awesome. So um, and now it is my pleasure to welcome to the show, hopefully her internet is stable, um, from around the globe, from the other side of the pond, as the Brits like to say. Um, uh, um, my pleasure to welcome teacher and lecturer Felicity Elliott. Felicity is the chief editor of, of Share International Magazine, which is based in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. She has worked as a teacher and lecturer, and she joined uh, Benjamin Krem's group, um, Share International, in London back in 1976. So she's been involved in this organization a long, long time and continues to be an active member of the worldwide organization, giving lectures and contributing articles to the Share International magazine. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Felicity. Thank you so much. And I hope that it wasn't too disturbing. We seem to be having some internet problems here. I hope that it wasn't too disturbing for you. No, I'm, I'm fine. I've been doing this long enough. I've I learned to roll with the punches. Great. I loved what I heard you saying about um, how we manifest what what we are and what we become and how we become that i love that um it reminded me of something that um but we can come to that later something that matreya the world teacher said to someone someone in new york one day uh, he's they were they were worrying about something well perhaps i'll just finish right now they were worrying yeah. about their life and how their work was going and so on and he said just let life let life live you don't try and live life. Don't try and make things happen. You you know what you need. You know what you, but let life. And mm. uh, it was a great lesson, but I love the way you put it too. Yes, yes. It, it's, I, I remember hearing the, the, the Buddhist principle of that suffering comes from resisting what is. And so uh, uh, sometimes we just need to be open to what life brings us not try and fix it not try and change it but just look at it and go okay this is where we are now this is what's happening now and not resist it and sometimes i find we're so attached to wanting things to be to be the way we want them to be that that it, that that attachment sort of causes us trouble 
Um, so, uh, you know, we just got a minute before break. I think maybe what we'll do, we'll, we'll go to break first. And then when we come back, I want to um, have you talk a little bit about. Exactly. Um, it's one of the uh, principles that I would say that uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and when we come back, um, let's talk about uh, uh, how you discovered Share International back all those years ago in London. Um, you know, what, what brought you to the organization and what you've, you've learned over the years of being such a, a an important part of it. Okay, uh, Felicity? Great. Wonderful. Um, and I do see Patty uh, checking in on live stream on Facebook. Thanks so much for checking in, Patty. Uh, let us know throughout the show if you have any questions or not, we'll get to them. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc, and Wednesday mornings, 10 a.m. on KMET in Palm Springs, California. And we'll be right back with our guest, Felicity Elliott, in just a moment. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So Felicity, um, you you joined the organization quite a long time ago in 1976. How did you first learn about SHARE International and, and what was it that attracted you to the organization initially? Mm, it gives the game away, doesn't it? It's so yeah. long ago. <laughs> 
1976. Um, well, I think that I suppose I fall into the category of people probably like yourself and many of your listeners, I'm sure, who has always been searching from, from a very early age, looking for meaning, looking for purpose, because even as a child, and I have to say, I... Um, I was born in South Africa, and that was oh, wonderful. I absolutely hated the idea for many years that I had been born in South Africa um, because I looked around me and saw injustice and disliked it intensely uh, and rebelled against that. But I'm so pleased now because it gave me a sense of injustice and it gave mm. me a sense of what poverty is like and what suffering is like for people. And so I'm, I'm now delighted. But as a as a child, as a very young child, I remember having certain sort of experiences um, from very early, which made me think there is something more. There's something more. To, there's more than what I see, more than I'm told is life. Um, so my inner experience already said, we have to find out, we have to search, we have to be on the lookout to see what are there signs? Is there something? Is there something that tells me there's something more? What would confirm my inner sense of this? Mm -hmm. So I think like a lot of people, um, I started searching and um, being in South Africa, I first looked at politics. And of course, because being an idealistic person, again, I'm sure like many of your listeners, um, I also looked at things like religion and so on, philosophy and various approaches to life and ways of trying to make sense of things as a young person. And it's, um, they all were partial answers, but not the whole answer. And then eventually I found myself in London and uh, traveling around and so on, found myself in London. I had been doing a lot of reading up to then. I'd read a lot of, a lot of, of all sorts of things, but nothing had quite clicked yet to bring mm -hmm. the whole thing together. And um, I went to a lecture by Benjamin Krem uh, in London and the moment I sat down, I felt as if I was listening to a checklist and that everything I heard got a tick. Uh, yeah, reincarnation, <laughs> yes. Evolution of consciousness, yes. We, we're all one. We, we all are interconnected. Everything I do has an, has an impact, has an effect. Everything that anyone else does has an impact, has an effect. It brings together science. It brings together the ancient um, mystical writings. It brings uh, together science and, for example, what we have read in Dante's and in the uh, uh, Aetheus and so on, together and say how it's one of interconnectedness and all of life, the universe, our, our solar system, the universe, galaxy upon galaxy, this is all, all interconnected and we all have the ability it was evolution of consciousness oh we grow we develop ah reincarnation fantastic and so on and so on oh there are people who are more evolved that's that is to say they're not better than others but they've in, they have developed more of themselves they know themselves i think in the east people call these people um self-realized we call them the masters of wisdom so are we all going to become masters yes we are we're all on a process on a path 
of development. And so what we're talking about is the evolution of consciousness. And this gives meaning and purpose to life. And it also brings in great like the law oh, oh, Felicity, uh, your internet's going um, wonky. Uh, um, or in... oh, right. Um, yeah. Um, um, you, you're doing okay, but the internet kind of is wobbly and it's cutting in and out a little bit. So we, we, we got most of that, but then you start talking about certain laws. Yes, what I was saying was that the law of internet is not working in our favor at all at the moment, is it? Um, I was talking, <laughs> so I was talking about um, the fact that we, as you grow, you, you gradually realize that this is not a, a random thing, that life on our planet and in our solar system is not something random. It's not right, right. just a, um, uh, yes, a, a little accident of chemistry and the right amount of oxygen and so on. It, it is a planned, purposeful, conscious existence, and we are part of that existence. And so that existence is also governed by certain universal laws, which are the laws of, for example, the law of cause and effect. That's a scientific law, but you find it in all of the ancient religions as well and philosophies. And that's simply put is as you sow social reap or, or do unto others etc and this law important laws governing our lives and the more we learn to live in harmony with and align ourselves with the purpose and the laws of a part of this god force or god and and you know one of the things i think that people tend to uh, uh forget or, or not necessarily appreciate is that the, in in western civilization there tends to be a big separation between creator and created and it's like God or spirit, whatever you want to call it, is something else that's out there. And the, in the Eastern uh, philosophy and religions, it's we're all part of this greater whole. And that it's it, not that God is something out there, but it's something in here. Exactly. Yes. Uh, brilliantly put. And, you know, that's exactly why it's so interesting to be alive at the moment. And I think it's a great privilege. I mean, it's a terrible time to be alive, but it's a brilliant time to be alive. <laughs> One of the brilliant things that is happening is that so many people are beginning to have exactly what you're talking about, the sense of themselves as being somehow a spirit divine uh, a, a great being in themselves and realizing that inner connectedness with everything else um, gives a completely different way of looking at life and approaching it and it allows us to um, 
Well, it absolutely transforms our lives. If you begin to see yourself as one with everything and you can identify with absolutely everything, I mean, even as a simply as a theory, and many people are beginning to have that sense as something empirical, something as really something they begin to experience, this begins to change our civilization and makes for a, a very different world. If we manage to implement what we're beginning to sense as right. our true nature. Right. Now, now, Share International was started by Benjamin Krem, right? Correct. And, and so what was it about Benjamin uh, when you first heard him lecture? Was it just what he was saying or was there something more that really spoke to you that got you to say, oh, th there's something here that really touches me? Mm, that's a brilliant question. And um, the answer is two things. One is that um, he was a pretty advanced person. So he, that meant that he was, um, it, he had been trained for many years by his master, a master who was in the Himalayas at the, and has been for centuries. But they were in telepathic contact with each other moment to moment. So he had a 24 hour, as it were, moment to moment contact telepathically with his master who had trained him and trained him for the job that he had undertaken to do. Uh, so that's one thing. So, But something else that is extraordinarily convincing, and it happens when my colleagues, uh, co-workers of Share International, if they give talks and so on, this happens too. You sense the energy, and I don't simply mean in a kind of emotional way, it's literally, mm. um, and many of us, and I, I think this happens to many people around the world in particular circumstances, and we can come to that, you actually feel the energy. You, it is palpable, experienceable energy. And the, the outflow of that energy, and um, I don't want people to misunderstand this, an outflow of energy of love in the broadest, most inclusive way possible. The love that you sense is at the heart of being, of, of existence that love you begin to have a, a little sense of that it's not in the full-blown form that you would find in a, a but enough to be able to be convincing and to to tell you this is something different because it touches me at my deepest and highest self it touches me there mm -hmm. and and at the same time you have your own intuition um mm -hmm. And intuition is really, I would say, is the voice of the soul, is the sense of, ah, yeah, that's right. And people have are beginning to find out ways of saying intuitively to them or saying uh, to make concrete something that is intuitive. You might mm. suddenly have an insight into something and hear something or and you feel the the imprint and the downpouring of particular energy from your soul and it indicates yes this is correct this is right i know it i know it from uh, intuitively and this is not a sense of ah yeah i've got a hunch that no it's more than that it's a, a concrete deliberate conscious knowing of something from a particular mm. level and so all of that was present when i first heard benjamin krem talking and it just was as i said like hearing 
a list, a checklist of everything that suddenly went, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. And it confirmed for me what I was looking for. And the best part of it was that it brought together, um, it synthesized everything that I had so far studied, looked into. It synthesized it into one coherent whole that made sense it gave purpose it gave meaning it was coherent it was intelligent it was thoughtful um it it appealed to uh, a, a critical mind because I, I i wasn't i'm not a gullible person and yet i choose to believe this stuff how strange <laughs> um, mm. but it makes sense to me inwardly and it right. makes sense to me because I see what we need to do to change the world. And I see that I can play a, a very tiny part in that. And mm. if we all do that in our own way, we shift things forward. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So obviously, like you had a very strong experience and things continued because you've stayed involved for, for so many years. Um, it's time for us to take our second break. When we come back, I just would like to talk a little bit about what is the purpose of Share International? You know, why did Benjamin create this organization? And then, and then as he's already um, transitioned or left this earth, you know, what is its mission going forward? Okay, Felicity? So um, everybody, please stay with us. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, we do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and 10 a.m. on Wednesdays at KMET, Palm Springs, California. And we'll be right back with Felicity Elliott in just a moment. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the... Dis Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Natural Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover dismantle and eradicate racism that's thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m on talkradio.nyc in a post-covid world you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D., the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Hopefully, Felicity, your internet will stay a little bit stable <laughs> for the rest of the show. So, so uh, following up to what I, I said I wanted to talk about, which is what is the purpose of Share International? Mm. Right. Um, I should also say that we're not exactly an organization, and uh, I'll explain why. We're a movement throughout the world, and um, uh, it is quite deliberate. Uh, it's quite deliberately so. Um, we're all volunteers, and uh, we give our time to this because we believe it's very important to make known certain principles and certain information. So we're not an organization, although we do have a magazine, we publish books and so on. Um, and I can say we're truly nonprofit. Um, but um, so why, what is the purpose of Share International? Well, it was uh, the work of Benjamin Krem started um, simply in London uh, at the time. You know, he was an artist, by the way. And as I said, he was in training. He was a, a senior disciple, if you want to put it that way. And he was trained by his master to do this work. And our work and his work is simply to, to do a number of things. Firstly, to make known our information, Benjamin Krem's information, which came from his master, a master uh, in the uh, Himalayas. And the master and uh, works together with other masters and let's say the master of all masters, which is who is Maitreya, the world teacher, who is here for all humanity. So our one of our, our main jobs was to let people know around the world, mm -hmm. um, whoever would listen, it's not a religion, it's simply information, and we put it out there as, as that, people accept it or not. Either it chimes with your intuition or, or it's something that you might care to consider as, as a theory. But um, so our, our job is to let people know about, let's say, the possibility that such a being exists as the Buddha or one of the great teachers, the Buddha, um, the Christ, uh, Jesus, Muhammad, whoever. It's the idea of a cyclic return of a teacher. Mm -hmm. And he comes this time not as a savior, certainly not as a religion, but to look at what humanity needs at the moment. The problem is, and I think you in your book, I'm sure you've touched on this, is the, the fact that a lot, of, a lot of the world is suffering from crises. And these crises are brought really brought on by the fact that we actually don't know who we are, what we are, what our purpose is, and so on. Yeah. And you, and so we have all these constant crises, we make short-term decisions about things. It mm -hmm. always turns up badly for the planet and for the public. It's not for the common good. It's often mm -hmm. for the, the fat cats and the, the big money and big, right. you know, all of the big concerns. So our job was to make known the fact that there is a conscious, deliberate plan this is a planned life. This is an organized existence, our solar system. And it has consciousness on every level. And we are never alone. We have never been without help. We have the help and the guidance from behind the scenes of the masters of Maitreya, the world teacher, whose focus, because of the crises, and those are brought about by our not knowing our true nature, his focus is on the politics, the political problems of the world and the economic problems of the world, because they are 
where we are expressing our our let's say the the worst aspects of ourselves the greed the over commercialization the competition competition rather than cooperation right. greed rather than sharing greed rather than a fair deal for all right how how is it possible and Maitreya the world teacher says this himself how can we bear to let some of the the terrible injustices continue that happen daily and we see them on our screens we see them on our mobile phones we we know that the most terrible of things are happening and yet either we feel incapable and unable perhaps simply as a little individual to do something about it or we're inured to it and we let it happen we don't care and yeah. we see it as our job to make known a the fact that there are masters and that there is a master of all masters in the world that we can call on them for for help for guidance etc and we can come to how and etc in a minute but also to make known that these changes i've just sketched briefly are urgently necessary for us to bring in new systems so that we give people a fair deal, so that we don't have millions of people starving, so that we don't have in huge cities in the States, in the UK, in, in Germany, in Europe, where you have people dying sometimes on the street, yeah. homeless people. How is that possible when we have the wherewithal? There is right. enough if we think about how we can and it's not i don't mean people should rush out and start sort of handing out aid and so on aid is fine it's needed at, at times but it is not the solution we right. really have to think of different ways of organizing our lives so share international through share international magazine which uh, you mentioned earlier on and i'll give the uh, website details later on um through share international magazine through his books and through lectures and so on through youtube through webinars that we do we try to make known the urgency of the need for change to bring about a world that we can all finally be ourselves in and finally say ah a world that i want a world where right. i can be happy and i know everyone else is flourishing right right well, where the human spirit can flourish. Um, you know, one of the things that I find that people aren't talking enough about is also the ecological crisis we're in. Um, it, it, it's the severe weather is getting more severe every year. Yeah. Uh, I, I know there are people who deny climate change, which is just unfathomable to me because the evidence is all around us yeah. and our impact on this world. And uh, I've heard that even the Secretary General of the UN this year said that as, as early as this summer or, or later this year, millions of people could be facing famine exactly. because of this. So, but still as a collective people, we're not making we're making some changes but they're very little they're they're not and and they're coming way too late um why is it that as as a as a as a race as a species we're almost being uh, a suicidal in a sense uh, in terms of the way we treat our environment polluting our environment to the point where it, it'll just become too harsh 
and too challenging for us as human beings to survive in. Yeah, you know, um, I, I'm so pleased that you've mentioned this because according to Benjamin Krems Master, something like 80% of the global uh, warming has been caused by human activity. You know it, we know it, we all know it. The problem is that we have um, vested interests, we have uh, big agriculture, we have various interests, which really, uh, big oil, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, who mm -hmm. which really do not want to, to think about what it what they need to give up in order to save the planet. So it's literally people are choosing to destroy ourselves to destroy our planet to um, rob their children and their grandchildren of a future, because mm -hmm of greed and mainly power and there is really um in the hands of people in 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 the and and this is relevant as well in the military complex in the big oil etc cetera, etc cetera, in big money there are interests there which really are holding things back and you see time after time we have uh, conferences around the world we come together and we try for example the cop 2020 coming up and yet they're um they're, they come to more or less nothing why right. because there are interests working against them um now why is it that humanity does this i think there are two reasons i think one is that i think people see themselves as uh i'm a little individual what can i do and I think there's another thing that happens, and that is that people feel overwhelmed by yeah. the enormity of the problems. Then, of course, we've got a war going on, which is taking huge amounts of money from mm. the uh, Treasury in the States. Um, it's being used, it's public money, but it's going into um, the military. And um, in other countries, the same is going into feeding the war machine, whether it's in Ukraine or in Syria or Afghanistan, wherever it is, there's a war going on usually, which means that we are distracted and we do not have the funds to put into saving our planet. And that is one of the major things that we in Share International are called on to make known. It is the, the climate crisis, which is causing untold suffering um, to millions of people. Uh, last year, in part of Madagascar, for example, people were driven to such uh, limits of, of their ability to exist. They were actually boiling up old bits of shoes to eat and to feed their children Ooh. This is in one part of and th that's just off the coast of Africa okay there are plenty of places in Africa which are also suffering from and mm -hmm. having to move huge movement migration of people away mm -hmm. from areas which are suffering increasing desertification yeah, yeah. Uh, but we can do something about it but we have to act collectively and we have to see ourselves as a collective luckily the voice of the people is making itself heard more and more throughout the world and the young people um i certainly know in in europe and i'm thinking the states are pretty pretty sure there's plenty going on in the states too are mm -hmm. asking people to give more attention to the needs of our planet without a planet there's no future, you know, right. but this is the short termism of so many people who are in power. Yeah. I'm afraid the media is not playing its part as well as it should.
Yeah, yeah. All right, it, it's time for us to take our last break. When we come back, I just, uh, we all only have a few minutes, but I do want to talk about a little bit more about who Maitreya is and about some of the things Benjamin said around Maitreya, okay? So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back with our guest, Felicity Elliott, in just a moment. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So Felicity, the term Maitreya, if I'm not mistaken, is it, um, is it a, a Sanskrit term or a Buddhist term? Yeah, a Buddhist name, a Buddhist name, which okay. means the happy one or the fortunate one, the happy one, yes. And Maitreya is the world teacher who will hold the office of world teacher for the next 2000 years. And it's really to do with the cyclic return teachers, as I mentioned. So before you had the Buddha and various other great teachers, um, the Buddha actually foretold the coming of um, Maitreya Buddha and said that the next Buddha would be Maitreya Buddha. And he is the world teacher and wants to be known simply as the world teacher. I must make sure that people don't think that I mean he's God and that he's come to do it for us. Benjamin Krem would say, all of us are God. Every single one of us is divine. Right. So 
the masters are not here to you know wave a magic wand and do it all for us not at all we have to to take the responsibility grow up and make the changes we see but he will be enunciating and will be coming more and more known and uh, i personally hope that and, and believe that we we may see more of matreya this year he has in the past been interviewed he has uh, under a different, um, not known as Maitreya, really uh, speaking as an ordinary member of the public, but beginning to um, inspire and persuade people that he's rather different and unusual and he has some extraordinary qualities through his wisdom, through his insight, through his ability to present uh, possible solutions which would appeal to all of us. And we need all of us so he's not appearing as I'm a chair, I'm the world teacher, I'm here to tell you no. He's speaking first and it's rather low key and it will gradually build up and he will make his appeal to all of us. And really the idea is that we respond from ourselves and we want the best for all of humanity. We want the best for the common good, the highest good for all of us. And that is what he is talking about as well bringing about the changes that make for a decent world so we don't have refugees dying and drowning in the the um the english channel yeah. or in the mediterranean or people trekking hundreds of miles to find a piece of bread for their, ch their child and so on yeah. and so on so those changes saving our planet putting to rights all of that that needs to be done so he will be talking in those terms and if you whoever it is who's listening hears that and he, and it appeals to them then you begin you'll know and you'll probably sense that one is somebody interesting and gradually he will make himself more accessible more available and you'll see more and more of his quality as that great teacher that he is mm -hmm. and then events will gradually unfold so that humanity begins to understand aha there is help there is advice there are advanced beings men just people like us people like us who've been through the evolutionary process and they're here to help and guide and humanity has never been alone we've always had them in, in but always behind the scenes inspiring people now they're gradually coming out so so Maitreya is an actual individual. Now, didn't Benjamin actually predict certain things about him coming out, being interviewed, World TV, that he would make himself known? Exactly. But people feel like that ha has that really happened? I mean, it was a prediction no. that hasn't. No, 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 it hasn't happened, unfortunately. So it has happened piecemeal. That is to say, Betraya has had uh, dozens and dozens of interviews, uh, and he's often, but very low key, um, sometimes as part of a panel discussion and so on. Um, he's been seen and he's appeared to people around the world. He's appeared to religious groups and so on. But Benjamin Krem, yes, we and I was part of part of all of that in 1982, predicted, and that was the first possible it was a it was a long shot but it was the first possible that Matreya could come out into the world and be invited by humanity um to speak to the world and start putting the world to rights to help us out of the the misery that we've created for ourselves mm -hmm. and that didn't happen partly because immediately at the same <laughs> at the same time the Falklands war started 
Wow. Now, some people say to me, how can you go on believing this crazy story? You've been at it for 40 years or whatever, and it still hasn't happened. How can you believe it? Well, the strange thing is, because it's real, it takes its time. And what does it depend on? It depends on us humanity we have free will so we can gradually we can either start changing how we do things and invoke that and uh, hope that more than hope actually demand the changes from our leaders etc which would make a space which would make a platform and make it possible for him to come and because it's real it takes the time it takes so every time he and i must say that i personally believe that Maitreya was due to make himself more known to the public i believe this privately and personally subjectively i don't know what my colleagues would say mm -hmm. but um, i think that he was um there was a possibility a window of opportunity from the point of view of the energetic balance in the world at the time a point from the point of view of the uh, perhaps humanity's openness just at the time mm -hmm. after COVID and perhaps just beginning to think hmm, maybe that we need to think about life differently after mm -hmm. the two years of lockdown and COVID mm -hmm. and so on and those stuff that suffering people were just open enough and maybe and there was an opportunity this is my opinion Mm -hmm. a window of opportunity which would have allowed Maitreya to come forward somewhat more and perhaps also be invoked more by humanity after the suffering of the two years of COVID. And again, a war broke out. Um, yeah. I choose to go on believing this because it's not only belief in my case, and as many of my colleagues know, it really is to do with an inner experience, experience of the energies, but ex more experience over the years that you've met spokespeople you have i think you mentioned it earlier on hints and signs and um little little hints that something's going on that something's more more than you than it appears at first and so on and this has kept me going so despite the 40 odd years or whatever it is that i've been involved um this is still as real to me and in fact more real than it was when i started when i started it was an idea now it is an empirical something that is has become part of me. And and you would say that that this idea of Maitreya, like this is an actual individual person, not an idea, because there have been many teachers who tend to have embodied some of these ideals, like Wayne Dyer was one that comes to mind. Matt Kahn is somebody who's all about love. Uh, there are many, and those are just two I can come off the top of my head, um, but there are many people who, who've uh, uh, talked about this, but you're saying like this is an actual individual person, but he's not necessarily showing up as a quote unquote spiritual teacher. You're saying he's just going to showing up as a regular human being. So far, so far, but that so is to far. give us the time and space to recognize his qualities and to to see the sense of what he's saying, and that we then say, yeah, that's what I want. I want to hear more of that guy, and this will gradually help us to move forward to what we need to be. Um, he embodies the energy of the, let's call it the Christ consciousness. It's the energy of love. So he embodies that. So he is, Rudolf Steiner always said there would be mm -hmm. a sort of a Christ principle, a Christ consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that is true. Maitreya embodies that. He actually anchors that energy on our planet for us. Exactly. At the same time, he is here as a real human being, a person. Um, and you can see him on television, I hope, as soon as possible. Mm -hmm.
All right. Well, unfortunately, we have to leave it there. We're out of time. Felicity, thank you so much for coming on the show. If people want to learn more Pleasure. about Share International or about the magazine, where would they go? How would they find out more? Right. So in the States, you should go, well, in general, share-international.org. That's the main website. Mm -hmm. Share-international.org resources to the magazine. And there's also, um, there are some free downloads. If you go to share eCart share-ecart.com and there you can purchase Benjamin Krem's books or you can get four free downloadable books. Just look under free download and you'll find them. And um, I would say to people, just, you don't have to believe it, but investigate, see if it chimes with, with your, your heart, with your intuition and your longing for a better world for all. Right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Felicity. Yes, as always, you have to tune into what feels right in your body for yourself personally and, and really uh, take what you can and learn from what you can. Thank you so much. And thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in. Patty, I see you on the, on the live stream. Um, yes, she says, if everyone would do their part, that's what makes it so overwhelming that not everyone is doing their part. But my loyal listeners, you know, do your part. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you all next week. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. on edge hey we live in challenging edgy times so let's lean in i'm sandra bargeman the host of the edge of every day which airs each monday at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges that's the edge of every day on mondays at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? 
I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.